0: you guys are my favorite this yeah, is the rich Eisen show Rich Eisen. I know what I'm talking about. That's the headline. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. This stupid rule that you fumble the ball into the end zone, you lose possession, and the defense gets it. The XFL and the USFL. Now, you fumble through the end zone, you get the ball back on offense at the spot of where you fumbled it. Earlier on the show, NFL Network insider Tom Pelissero. Quarterback consultant Jordan Palmer. Coming up, actor and comedian
1: David Cross. And now, it's
0: Rich Eisen. Ah, uh, Yes, hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial right here on the program. Great chats earlier with Tom Pelissero of NFL Network. And uh, Jordan Palmer was calling in from uh, the practice field where he was working out some of the top prospects entering the draft. Will Levis of Kentucky said he was getting out of his 40 stance. No. As he was on the phone with us, Hendon Hooker is also one of his guys. I love it. He's we're a QB consultant. Here. It's coming, man. Yeah. It, 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 that, that, uh, I'm on a com, I'm on a plane for the that. combine a, a week from today. Um, and if you missed any of it, it re airs right here on the Roku channel, channel 210. Also, there's our podcast through the Cumulus Podcast Network. All podcasts can be acquired um wherever you get them um uh, you just find us and hit the subscribe button the rich eyes and show podcast version we greatly appreciate it um and uh, we love our relationship with the roku and the Roku channel it's free on all roku devices select samsung smart tv it's free on amazon fire tv free on the roku app it's free uh, on the internet tubes the roku channel.com uh one of my favorites i, I don't believe i've ever met him but he's going to be here in studio david cross is coming here his show with Bob Odenkirk, Mr. Show with Bob and David, ran from 95 to 98 on HBO. This is when, you know, The Sopranos was on, right? Like, that's... Yeah. Sopranos, I think, started right? in January of 99. So, it was it The Sopranos was on right after the th- yeah. this show ended? Yeah. The HBO heydays, man. No. Oh, home run after home run. So, uh, David Cross is coming out here. Worst Daddy in the World Tour. new uh, 40-city spring tour. And as you know, I'm the best dad ever, so uh, it's going to be on and (laughs) cracking when he comes out here. We also have a great celebrity, true or false, about his career from Mr. Show, as well as his time on Arrested Development. Uh, That's coming up uh, here on the program. We've already, uh, um, as I said, had a a great conversation uh, about what's next, what's coming up next in the uh, world of the NFL. Um, And in that regard... Uh, I I need a little bit of uh house music, Mike, if you don't mind. New house? Well, I mean
1: I like that. Nah. But the DJ this, did but this is
0: my this is my world of house music. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> have <laughs> top five storylines entering the two thousand twenty three NFL off season. As you know at the NFL network, we don't call it the off season, we call it the non playing season because there's lots of action that happens. Friend Jordan Palmer back here on the show. Number five Jordan? on the list. This is every year, but this year in particular where it does appear you could name half the league and their quarterback is either not going to be their quarterback next year or is possible that it's not going to be next year or it's entirely possible they trade the guy. So the quarterback carousel of 2023 is just remarkable. I mean, you know, where's Baker Mayfield going to wind up? Where's Ryan Tannehill winding up? Where's Jimmy G winding up? Where's Derek Carr winding up? Those are just the four faces we have on our Roku channel screen screen right now.
1: Is Tannehill definitely not going to be there? Is that
0: just a big rumor? You have no idea Yeah. who might just say, you know what, we're not going to go with this guy anymore because Aaron Rodgers is coming. Or we're not going to go with this guy anymore because we drafted the kid last two years and we're going to use him now. Or we're going to draft one this year and we're going for it. We fall in love with somebody at the combine. We fall in love with somebody at their pro day, and we're going for it. There are only a handful of sacred quarterback cows in the NFL right now due to contract or due to their relationship with the team and their city or the fact that they've won. The quarterback carousel is going to spin off its axis this year, and I know I feel like I say it every year, but this year in particular... Half the league could potentially change their quarterbacks, and we wouldn't bat an eye over it. Number four on this list is which major player could get traded. Is Jalen Ramsey on a trading block? Are they possibly going to cut him? Cut thing is what I heard. uh, Aaron Rodgers, we all know, is potentially going to be traded. DeAndre Hopkins made googly eyes at the Chiefs. What, you know, why would they hold on to him if you can get draft capital for him right now and you feel like your team and your uh opportunity to win this year might be compromised because your franchise quarterback isn't going to be available till the middle of the season? I'm hearing Cameron Jordan's name being mentioned cuz the Saints are totally cap really strong and the, he might be made available. Last year, it was the hell going on month of March, right? We even heard that tweet actually get Stephon Diggs' voice. What the hell going on? (laughs) He put that voice to it uh, at this year's Super Bowl. We might get the sequel. Last year, was Tyreek Hill on the radar screen in February 21st? He's getting traded. Who's who's that going to be? Am I reading this right? That's right. (laughs) Number three is Aaron Rodgers' latest career decision. For a guy who probably chafed under Favre in a way that we still don't know, He's turning into Favre, but with a lot less drama. Again, hey, you could say whatever. Maybe more drama. I don't know, man. I don't know. Don't forget, Favre retired, then unretired after they announced they were turning to Aaron Rodgers. And that was after we were wondering is he going to move on or not for years before that? Let's not forget. How off the rails Favre's... Now, Favre wasn't going on some streaming talk right, show... Exactly. ...saying things outside of the realm of sports in the manner that Rodgers is. Right. But again, in Green Bay, that's that, that doesn't affect his status, we don't think. Unless that's part of the reason why Bob McGinn says they're done with him. I don't know. But his latest career decision, is he staying? Is he playing or not? And then if he's playing, is he staying or not? And then if he's not staying, then where's he going? Because where he goes affects... That entire quarterback carousel that we said at number five. And who might get traded and who might not. Devontae Adams was the guy who got traded last year. Mm -hmm. So all of these are kind of related to each other. But now number two. Lamar's franchise money tree. (laughs) Lamar's money tree. Yeah, I said it. (laughs) I know you're looking at me like, where did I get that from? (laughs) Lamar Jackson. Not Kendrick. Oh. But Lamar's franchise money tree. Are they going to franchise tag him in Baltimore? And if they do, is it the non-exclusive? By non-exclusive, that means he can go around and find another deal somewhere. And if they match it, he stays. So he gets what he wants, he stays. If he gets what he wants somewhere else and he says, "Don't, uh, I don't want to go, I don't want to stay here anymore, they get two number ones. Boom. Now the issue with that is, if you don't have a number one in this year's draft, you can't talk to him at all in his non-exclusive franchise tender. You have to have two ones in consecutive years starting this year and next. So I guess if the Dolphins love him so much, problem is they don't have a one this year. They flipped it for Bradley Chubb after getting it back. So they'd have to get another number one or Lamar would have to wait to talk to the Dolphins after the draft. Now, the problem with that is, is the Ravens would probably want to cash in their ones right now. Be that as it may, it's a big decision. Are they going to franchise him or not? Is he going to sign long term or not? Because that, to me, is the most fascinating quarterback storyline with all due respect to um, Aaron Rodgers in terms of possible players. Well, that's not true. There's number one on the list. How about that for a little rope-a-dope, setting it up. Number one on the list here is what are the Bears going to do with their number one Ew. overall pick? Period. Oh, baby. End of story. Hey, all you Bears fans out there that got upset with me for asking Justin Fields to his face at the Super Bowl, are you prepared to have your status as the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears question? Because... All that's happened since this moment, since that moment, has been nothing but conjecture about it. Nothing but conjecture about it. And as a matter of fact, Mike, if you wouldn't mind dipping the music, this is the conversation that is 1,000% the number one storyline going into the offseason, which is why I asked it of him, because I knew... The Bears would be questioned about what they're going to do with the number one overall pick. And that means his status as a starting quarterback would be questioned. Have at it. Are you ready for people to start questioning whether you're the quarterback of the Chicago Bears next I mean, year? I mean, I am. Uh, I think they've, you know, they've, they've already been, you know, saying that. So, uh, you know, um, how I look at it is just, you know, controlling the controllables. Um, you know, no matter, you know, what happens, you know, with me, um, you know. I can control what I can control and that's how I approach the game that's how I you know train for the game and you know how I carry myself you know within the game so it's just you know those three aspects to where you know I kind of just have to you know look myself in the mirror and kind of say what can I control and you know if it it is what it is and you know just 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 move on and you know be the best quarterback I can be and you know now it's now's the time where I've been you know trying to grow personally spiritually as a quarterback so I mean I've, I've, you know, grown a lot these, these past, you know, few weeks in the offseason. There you have it. There you have it. It's the number one story, and it's not going to end. You're already hearing Bryce Young compared to Mahomes. CJ Stroud, right? The Cowboys apparently are intrigued by him. Well, if they're intrigued by him, guess where they got to go to go get him to make sure they get him? <laughs> Top five. <laughs> number one. I don't think that's good. Stroud? If you want CJ Stroud, you can't sit there at three. You can't call the Cardinals and say, let's go there and be guaranteed to get him. Texans aren't dropping out. Who's looking to drop out of the top five? Say, come get him. You love him so much, come get him. We if to you. Trade Dak and picks. Jack's if you love him so much. I'm telling everybody. This is the number one story going into the offseason. I told it to you. The minute the Bears were the first overall pick, because it changes the fortunes of the Bears franchise, and whoever else wants to go up and get the guy that they want, because I believe this is all one big rope-a-dope. One big fake that they want to keep Fields, but they got to make it look like they're not going to be so into him anymore. You want Young. You want Stroud. If you are so hell bent on him, there's one spot where you can be guaranteed to get him. Number one overall. And that's my top five. You think we need one more? All right, we'll get one more. And there's one more here. I can't wait to see how this plays out. It's not at the top of everybody's. It's not <laughs> Einstein. Is he, he going to do it? I'm not going to do it. Although he did appear during the, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 the Einstein character. Ha, I
1: know that you literally just said it's not Einstein, but until the graphic pops up, I believe it's Einstein.
0: Brilliant. It's. Hey, Giovanni's Einstein popped up during the NBA All Star Game broadcast. He's not. He's well, not going no, no, anywhere. No,
1: no, 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 no.
0: There's, you know, Verizon's got money. I thought, thought it was Gavin more... Newsom at first. No, the, going the, on. <laughs> the 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 one more is, uh, what will the Sean Payton Broncos okay. look like? Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Phew! Right. Whew, an actual topic. You brought me back. Brought what, me what, back, back. Like? what will they look like? I think they're going to be good, man. I know that, but I need to see what they're how they're going to build it. What receivers might they add to the mix? What running backs will they might? I know Sean Payton might get in there and say and make his own evaluation and say that guy's gone, that guy's maybe, gone, maybe. and you'll be like, "What do you mean?" Then he brings in his guy and that guy. Did I, Sean show up with his own Louis bags. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I know it, it's. Like the other yes, Colorado base coach, yes sir. Uh, I I don't know.
1: Tim Patrick's coming back. That was kind of a
0: big blow last year. I can't wait to see what, what how he's he's back, man. He's back in the NFL and he's large and he is in charge. And I can't wait to see what, what they're doing roster building between now and the draft. I look forward to it. Yeah. But um I don't think that's maybe a top of mind for a lot of people, but I'm 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 gonna have a nice little front row seat for that. And now we're kaput. Nah. Kaput. kaput. <laughs> Top five storylines entering the 2012 three NFL nfl <laughs> offseason. You wonder if any
1: Saints players might make that
0: trip with them, brother? Too, right? Yeah, right. I don't know. Yo. Good call. I don't know. Good I do call, not TJ. know. So it's one of those things I'm going to keep my eye on. No doubt. David Cross, let's bring this gentleman out here. His new tour, Worst Daddy in the World Tour, a 40-city spring North American theater tour. He's out here to promote it. That's next right here on the Rich Eisen show, 844 204 Rich number to dial. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts people, or as you might know from their jingle, o o o O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. David Cross here on the Rich Eisen show with our terrestrial radio audience returning, and uh, for those who are, are uh, listening right now, you missed uh, David uh, referring to the Yankees in such a way that um, um, means you don't like the New York Yankees. No, because you're from Georgia, right? Is that your is that your roots? Yes, I'm
1: uh, uh, originally from Georgia, and then um, but I lived in Boston. I moved to Boston when I was 19 to mm-hmm. go to school, but then dropped out immediately. But stayed there for nine yes. years. And uh, he always was a huge baseball fan, but then just being able to walk and go to Fenway, Fenway Park, Park. A hu- became a huge Boston fan. That's, so
0: that's my guy Brockman over there, and he yeah. introduced himself as being from Maine, Boom. but that's the Red Sox honk over there. Yeah, so I, I get it. So, are you, so you still root for the Red Sox now? Or you, I do. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting if it if there's ever a Braves Red Sox World Series. Um, I don't know what I do. Okay. But, what would you do?
0: Let's hash it out.
1: I would probably go
0: Braves. So, are you like a Dale Murphy guy oh, from yeah. your day? Like, yeah, did, I, yeah. did I did I did I did I hit the right generation Absolutely. of you growing up yeah. there, uh, in, there was in the ATL? The,
1: um, what was it, eighty two, when they won the NL East and they got swept by the St. Louis Cardinals in three games? Right. But uh, but that was the I used to be able to name every single player, uh, and in fact, I. In different shows and movies that I've written and uh, uh, created, I've put most of the infield. I've got uh, Lempke and Blouser were yes. the name of two cops in a movie I did. <laughs> uh, I had I've had a lot of Pascual Perez was in well, Pasquale uh, Perez. Yeah. I, I yeah. have forgotten <laughs> his name. That was a big. That was a big deal. And I was at the. Braves game in 95 when they won the World Series, the last game at the old park, mm-hmm. the old stadium. Um I took my sister there. And, yeah, we're both big Atlanta sports fans. Joe
0: Torrey was a manager of those
1: Braves yeah, back in the that's day. Right. right. Of
0: the Yankees now that and you then have Jean,
1: That was the year, I think the same year, or maybe the year before, where Gene Garber. Gene Garber! Struck out... Um, uh, Oh, what's you know the uh, Oh, I'm spacing on uh Which
0: which Pete rose Pete Rose to end oh, his yeah. uh, <laughs> right. to end his,
1: yeah I think it was Gene Garber
0: Gene Garber yeah. If I'm not mistaken, are you going with a Gene Garber look with the beard right now? That <laughs> was not intentional. It's not, <laughs> not intentional. I'm going for Al Raboski, the mad Hungarian. <laughs> yeah, I'm going you. to pull out some old. Oh, I remember. Oh. I think he still. I think he calls Cardinals games now. Al Does he really? Still. Yeah. Okay. Remember that act that he had before? Oh yeah. You imagine like in the age of Twitter and everything now? Oh yeah. If there was a guy who, who before each pitch just yeah. psyched himself up in some mm-hmm. sort of mad Hungarian the way. Mad Hungarian. Oh, Al Raboski. And then,
1: uh, uh. I mean, it when you keeping in line with this day and age and kind of thing, but there used to be a guy, uh, and don't forget the Braves sucked for a long, 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 long time. I mean, they were terrible, Um, but they had uh, in some of the seats where clearly they didn't have enough people to fill them, but they had um, a teepee, Mm -hmm. and they had a guy named Chief Nakahoma. Of course, I remember Chief. Chief You know, Nakahoma (laughs) would come out in the (laughs) full dress. I'm sure some mishmash of like 12 different, uh, you know, Native American (laughs) tribal uh, outfits. But, and then he'd come out and he would do like a, Dance so yes. like a rain dance, but for to get a home to run. get a home run. Yeah, <laughs> but one was, it was not an animatronic. It was a real dude. Now we have the freeze, right? That
0: guy dressed like a in, in a full oh, I love body the freeze, stocking yeah, right now, not. trying to run people down or, great. in the uh, in the outfield. He's great. David Cross here on the Rich Eisen Show, worst daddy in the world tour. Okay, so what makes you the worst daddy in the world, David?
1: That look, I. I had no idea I was even in the running. Um, <laughs> my daughter submitted me. Uh, you know, every year they do uh, they do the worst daddy in the world, and it's done out of Oslo in Norway. This and, is a real thing. Um, it's and you have to submit a DNA sample. You have to. There's like three days of uh, intensive questioning and uh, uh, trial and error type of thing. Yes, and um, and then you go. Uh, I think. 2 years ago was uh Jeff Bezos's plane whatever that thing is space sec- or no okay. that's the other guy uh uh blue, blue. Yes, so you yeah. have to go on you have to orbit the earth for 24 hours and they hook you up to all these machines and then um and then eventually it comes down to top 10 top 5 top 3 and then I was announced uh it's in tandem with the uh uh the Nobel peace prize. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, I was officially the worst daddy. The I did
0: not know that. So, uh, what yeah. was being on blue? Like David, what was being um, like? I blue was like?
1: sedated. I was heavily sedated. So <laughs> I didn't really, it was very surreal. I didn't really remember. I tried to take some pictures, but it's all just sort of, yeah, you know, dark.
0: So you your why would your daughter decide to put you up for such an award, David? You
1: know, you have to ask her that. I, I disagree with her. No. Um, I will tell her vigorously, vehemently. Yeah, I okay. tell her like, uh, I think I'm one of the best daddies in the world. Mm-hmm. I, you know, uh, I I do I go through a list of all the things I do for her. And yeah. I go out of my way, um, and uh, you know, she's she's five, so she doesn't, <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't see it the same way I do. Um, it's Difficult to reason with a five year old. Yeah, you know? they don't logic doesn't. No. They don't get it. No, and they're. They're emotional creatures, yeah, and uh, very
0: narcissistic. If you really want to boil it down, they're to very, day, very you you know, self-centered.
1: Yeah, I've got a, <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, I cannot get her to sacrifice a thing.
0: Understood. Or, I totally get that. Was
1: for my sleep, <laughs> or um, it's. I, 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 to be. Uh, to be. Um, all kidding aside, it's like the the. <laughs> there's not a ton of like. There's very little jokes and mm-hmm. bits about. Being a dad or my kid, there's some, but it's mostly my other stuff that I think that some people who would disagree with me yes. would say you're a terrible person to be a father. How dare you have a child <laughs> in this world? Um, yeah, so that's... that's sort of where it comes from.
0: Well, you everybody check out officialdavidcross dot com for uh, dates, for... and there'll, there'll
1: be more coming too. We have the first leg. There's yep. gonna be two or three legs to the tour. Including Canada and Europe, and that's stuff that's not on there currently. Portland, and and Oregon, the rest yeah. of America.
0: Portland, Oregon, and Seattle, Washington, coming up next uh, week. Vogue Theater in Vancouver, British Columbia. That's before where we're starting, yeah. Hopping off to uh, Albany, New York. Again, that's uh, just the first couple dates in March. Additional dates, check it out, officialdavidcross.com. It's kind of neat that you're on technically a call in show because mm. this show is live and it's not pre taped. I think you that's know why I'm, I can't swear. I know. Well, that's
1: pr- 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 <laughs> probably part that of that. The hard
0: way. But uh, I'm referring to uh, one of uh, the Mr. Show. bits. Oh, yes. I'm the sorry. Day.
1: I'm that I'm terrible at getting at, at, all, that, that always happens. You didn't get that people. I did not get it.
0: OK, people I was will sly say, about
1: it. About people it. will give me references all the time and I have no clue. And then they have to go It's from your.
0: Just, Stand up album. Yeah, from the, what, what, know, what gives, man? I thought does. for sure you'd be like, "Oh, yes, I know what you're saying." But the the bit of, or the the sketch, if pre-taped you will, pre-taped call-in show. Pre-taped yeah. call-in show where you played the host of a call-in show and you had to remind everybody
1: that this is pre-taped so and call in about a different top of the topic. <laughs> this is we filmed this already. <laughs> We're not talking about you know satellite radio. We're right. talking about right uh, catalytic converters. What
0: where does where, where does that come from that came from just listening to uh, talk no, shows that was uh, like that? Dino
1: Stamatopoulos came up with that one he okay. was a writer producer on the show and that okay. was one of his uh I think he wrote two of the the more famous uh sketches more well-known sketches um and I think both of them came from when he was in uh, at least one of them, uh, when he was in Joshua Tree Tripping on Acid <laughs> with a friend, Brent Forrester, another great comedy writer. And that,
0: that did not seem like the pre-taped talk show, like something that was that done was Dino,
1: sober. That was Dino Tripping on Acid, That's <laughs> uh, gave us that.
0: Yeah, where years. you just got upset with people calling in about a topic that was the previous week. Yeah, it makes
1: it makes no sense.
0: It makes absolutely no <laughs> sense. Absolutely no and no then sense. you pull over a television set to show what had happened in the previous week, and, right. and it sh- turns into sort of like an Escher painting where you go exactly. inside. It goes in, yeah, yeah. Telescopes. I also and, noticed that as you pull over the television set, this was last week. This is what you should need to be calling in this week. You're you have more hair with each passing one, as if you were losing your hair over the whole concept or of doing pulling it, my hair out. Oh, yeah.
1: That, there you go. Pretty much. See, I yeah. caught it. I got it. Yeah. Love sort them. of. Sort of. No, I didn't. Well, <laughs> you said losing your hair, and I would... Losing your hair, to me, connotes that you are balding. Yes. But as opposed to actively... Pulling it out. Pulling it out.
0: Well, I mean, I'm part of the bald brotherhood, so, you know, there we are. I,
1: I'm wearing my hat because I have to have so much powder and anti-shine well, i didn't want to bankrupt your makeup
0: department. i appreciate that you're very you're very giving uh david cross here on the rich eisen show uh we have a segment uh if you don't mind uh, playing along uh called celebrity true or false okay we've read uh from articles written about you or interviews that you've had and we just want to see what's true or what's not true on and the internet. now
1: am i supposed to remember Yeah, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. to. (laughs) When I have to do press or interviews, I'm, you know, the thing about the worst, I just make (laughs) it up. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry, there's an S word.
0: (laughs) Let's go to Celebrity True or False. Hit it, hit it, hit it. We have uh, great uh, production value. Celebrity True or False? That's like
1: Hollywood. Like, that's Look, true I or love false? It. it. looks that's like old the Hollywood sign, Hollywood. and the letters are like the Hollywood
0: sign. I See, love it. You're picking up what we're Great putting font. down. Great font, David Cross. Great here. font, Rich. Yeah, thank you, David. I appreciate that. I, I walk in every day saying, "I hope our guests compliment us on our fonts." David Cross, first up for you. Uh, true or false? You were introduced to Bob Odenkirk, who you did uh, Mister Show with for many, many years, by Janine Garofalo, uh, who tried to set you guys up with a pickup basketball game, but. Um, Bob slammed the door in your face when you attempted to hook up with a basketball game.
1: with him. Um, mo- mo- almost all of that is true, except there was a screen. This is in uh, like the Melrose area. You know, those uh, kind of yeah. those houses yeah, over here in there. Los Angeles. Yeah, right. in, in L.A. Yeah. And uh, and it was uh, he had the screen door mm-hmm. open and he was watching TV and his chair mm-hmm. was like the TV was here. Mm-hmm. His chair was here and the door was over there. And I'm standing there like an idiot with a basketball and uh, um, like my Janine's like my mommy, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, and I was visiting and she's like, oh, you know, and I played basketball. And she's like, oh, my friend. And uh, and he was (laughs) it's better to hear him tell it because he he remembers it clearly and remembers being such a douche. But uh, (laughs) he's like uh, and Janine's like, hey, my friend David's here. This is through the open screen door. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Uh, and, and uh, you know, wanted to play basketball or something. And he just sort of turned around and went, oh, no, I'm good. And then he went back to, like, didn't come over, didn't say hi. Didn't Are door. you serious? Yeah.
0: That's how you got yeah. introduced to Bob yeah. Odenkirk. That, that was it. Yeah. And so when did you see him again?
1: Uh, so then that? shortly after that, I want to say, let's say six months, maybe yeah. uh, uh, slightly longer. I got hired to be a... Um, well, it might have been long. It might have been actually a year later but mm-hmm. uh got hired to write on the Ben Stiller show oh, as a, a great show. mid-season writer replacement they brought me in like mm-hmm. halfway through. I was in Boston at the time. And then I came out uh had never done anything remotely like that writing on television hadn't lived in LA it was a completely different experience and uh I didn't know anybody except Janine. I'd met Ben through Janine uh briefly but um and Bob, again, you hear him tell it, too, because uh, he was not nice to me at all. He was, I was the new guy, and I had my ideas about comedy, and he had his ideas, and I was, I mean, I really was, it was fish out of water. I didn't know what to do. I—I mm-hmm. I, My self-esteem was, like, you know, rocketing up and down, right. you know, plummeting and on an hourly basis. Like, is this, am I good? Am I funny? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and he was, I think he sensed that and he kind of exploited that. He was not, um, yeah, he wasn't, He wasn't so pleasant. So if I
0: came up to you at that point in time, say the two of you are going to have a hit show on HBO together for a three year run, you'd say, get out of here.
1: I would say, get out of here. That's, uh, that guy, (laughs) Uh, you know, no. So what what
0: ended up clicking between the two of you?
1: Well, we had, uh, tons of mutual friends Mm -hmm. and, uh, and there was actually a party, uh, and 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 I should say this. Let's let's say the first. This is the first month of working. He sure. eventually kind of warmed sure. up and came around. Well, I mean,
0: if you're doing a show together at yeah. some point, yeah. <laughs> And And
1: and uh, um, also, I <laughs> I wrote a sketch uh, called "The Legend of TJ O and he <laughs> asked me to uh, if I, I, mean, Ben. He cleared it with Ben, but put in a. Part that wasn't there initially mm-hmm. for his then girlfriend who wanted to be an actress. And I was like, sure. And, uh, <laughs> and I think that kind of, Oh, that helped got, out, got helped out uh, okay. a bit, but we had, you know, again, it it's softening. Uh, I'm talking about the first, you know, two, three, four weeks. Sure. Um, and, uh, when I really could have used anybody to go like, Hey buddy, here's how things work and here's, you know, uh, but he was not, great at all. And uh <laughs> and then you know, we had all these mutual friends uh, and he was funny and he came to see that yeah. I was funny and there's a performance aspect to it that you don't necessarily see if you're in a writers room, yeah. but uh um we were at a party at uh a uh, mutual friend's house, big, you know, Janine was there, a lot of comics in the scene back then um and and musicians. We were at this party and we were in the kitchen and uh, we started riffing what eventually became uh, a sketch on Mr. Show about, um, I don't know what we called it, but it was like the infomercial thing where Bob played the British uh, pan guy. It was pan, kiss the pan, where he, mm-hmm. it just goes off in these crazy absurd things where he he's beating Jill Talley with the pan, and then he goes, he goes to fly, he takes her, and he's flying away. And it was... Uh, a bizarre early sketch of ours. But you connected. We totally connected. When that happened, we were riffing with each other and going, taking this idea in this crazy place. It's one of those things that's very rare, but when it happens, it happens. And you intuitively know like, oh, this guy is special. It's almost like an old married, and we are like an old married couple right now, you know, where we can finish each other's sentences and when we work together, we can steer a an idea in a certain direction. Um, but that was the first time that kind of like, oh, wow, we just created this really funny thing.
0: Imagine if he said yes to the basketball game to begin with. You
1: could have just skipped <laughs> yeah, right we to the successful part. Uh, we would have had Mr. Show go on a lot earlier. <laughs> my career would be, you know, I'd be, I would have been a younger, oh my gosh, I would have gotten... Laid so much. <laughs> <laughs> David, David Cross here.
0: Uh, celebrity, true or false? Next one, uh, true or false? Fox executives wanted you to shave off your mustache before Arrested Development started filming. Is that true or false?
1: Uh, that's false. But it's uh, you're you're in the right area. What it was was I. I had this very specific idea of uh, what Tobias. Uh, looked like and what he was. And, um, part of it was I wanted him to have a mustache mm-hmm. and I was, uh, and I didn't have anything. So it would have been prosthetics, I believe. Um, but we were getting ready to shoot the pilot. It's, it's probably 6 AM, which means, you know, I've been up since four thirty, four forty-five, mm-hmm. and, you know, getting to set and gone through wardrobe and, um, and, and then this a woman uh who was a producer um came over and said uh uh Gail this is Gail Berman, mm-hmm. Gail Berman doesn't want you to have a mustache. I was like, why? Uh she has three rules for comedy for men. No I remember this vividly, no mustaches, no hats, and no puffy shirts. <laughs> and I'm not in a good mood. I'm a, I'm kind of tired. I'm a little cranky. And now somebody's telling me this uh, absurd, <laughs> illogical thing. Um, and they couldn't... It was too early in the morning. She wasn't up yet. Her phone was off. Uh, so I couldn't call her. Yes. We, we couldn't go... What gives? What? Yeah. What are you talking... What? Why? <laughs> what, where did this... Where are the three rules of comedy for... What? This is insane. And um, I didn't react well. And... uh <laughs> And they ended up calling uh, a woman named Tracy Katsky, who I was friendly with, mm-hmm. who was working uh, just underneath Gail, who signed off on it. So we got, so that, Tobias almost wasn't, didn't have a mustache.
0: It wouldn't have been a totally different character. Completely different. Next one, in real life, David Cross, mm-hmm. you auditioned for the role of House that went to Hugh Laurie, but later on the arrest, later on the Arrested Development creators tried to get you a cameo on House, but as Tobias Fünke, <laughs> and the House creative team nuked that idea. Is that true or a story? <laughs> um, or you know what?
1: I have heard so many variations of that. Okay. I don't, I truly don't know. Uh, and so that would have been behind the scenes uh, at Arrested. I'm sure they at some point, Mitch would have gone, "Hey, what about this idea?" And I never said no to a Mitch Hurwitz idea. I'd be like great you know but is it true
0: you you did audition for house to begin with or no
1: oh that probably is true um <laughs> i know i got i got relatively close and, and again relatively not like it yeah. wasn't between me and the final person but i know i was considered and got past the a couple levels for uh for house and um and Breaking Bad. I had a really good audition for Breaking Bad. Really? And, uh, for, for Walter White?
0: Or for... Yeah, for Walter
1: White. Yeah. And can you imagine anybody else but Brian Cranston? I mean, it's impossible. It's... No, I, I guess
0: in, in retrospect, the fact that you and Odenkirk would have wound up working together again. In that... would...
1: But I mean, I wasn't like, it, again, sure. it wasn't like between me and Brian I just got, got a couple, mm-hmm. I got a few levels in where I was called back and then I was starting that process. But, you, but there's you, still you... plenty of.
0: But you're unaware that uh, uh, that the creators of of Arrested it, Development tried to get you as Tobias on House. It and, totally
1: makes sense. They're both Fox shows, right? Yes, so, that makes it, There is connective tissue. You know what? Oh, I know what it was. I bet they would have... Yeah, they would have wanted Tobias to be an actor in the background, right? And, oh. and I'm sure the House people are like, look, we're a serious show. We can't have... <laughs> we can't have Your crazy fantasy world crashed the the reality of our fake show. Our fake show is grounded differently than your fake show. That would
0: have been amazing. Yeah. Uh, Last one for you, true or false, David Cross. Uh, Tobias's famous never-nude cut-off jeans were bought by the Arrested Development Costume Design Department in the women's section at Neiman Marcus.
1: That cannot be true. I don't know, but there's no way. You that don't can't know be if that's
0: true or false? Apparently this is... Are you we, saying that's true? We're saying this is what has been put on the internet. That's why, why we're I asking say, you no, no, about what's no, no, no. true. Wait, you, play, say that again? That the costume department at Arrested Development bought your never-nude cut-off jeans in the women's section at Neiman Marcus.
1: Oh, oh, initially. Oh, uh... <laughs> okay, you don't know sure. the origin of these shorts? No. Why would I? Why would I ever go like? Uh, I want. You got to tell me. Is this farm to table? You got to source this thing. Come on. I want to see. It's got to be ethically sourced. So then, I guess, how was this idea placed in
0: front of you for the never nude Jesus? That shorts?
1: was uh, that was a Mitch thing, and, and apparently that is a real uh, a real affliction that some people have that he read about i believe uh and you know it's the mind of mitch Hurwitz. and you like, bought in why not you bought in oh i never said no to a mitch Hurwitz idea absolutely whatever he wants yeah
0: was there an idea you had that they said we can't we can't try on arrested development anything like that
1: uh the only thing i didn't get to do was one stunt i like to do all my own stunts okay. on everything and uh which is that and, one? And there was it's, it's when he's dressed, uh, covered in silver and diamonds, <laughs> and he's stalking Lindsay. and then there's a truck that I'm, I'm hanging on the side of, mm-hmm. and that's the one, they let me do all my other stunts. Uh, <laughs> that's the one they wouldn't let me do. Like, they wouldn't, the Fox legal liability wouldn't let me do that, so they rigged a guy up.
0: And who was the easiest to crack up on that set? Where they just broke...
1: Oh, that's a good, that's a good question. Uh, I was pretty easy to break, but yeah. I would say maybe Will, I would say. He was, was easy to break? Easy, and not that anybody was easy. Uh, ben Bateman too, sometimes. So. <laughs> I mean, I just, oh, I'll tell you something, Rich. Sure. Here, all right, <laughs> so there's a, uh, uh, I don't remember the episode, but there's a scene, it's a flashback and uh, Buster Tony Hale is playing the piano. I'm dancing uh, in my shorts, and, uh, and and Will and Bateman are in the. It's in the, the Louise. Uh, I mean the the Lucille penthouse, mm-hmm. and they're on a table, and Will is cracking up, and that's Will was literally really cracking up, could not stop laughing. They just used it because it's a quick shot. Yes, but as. Tony and I are doing our stupid thing. He was cracking up for real. That's I love a real that legit.
0: Amazing. Rap. David Cross, great to see you here. Thanks for coming on. The worst daddy in the world tour. Check it out. Official David dot com. Um, if you're in Portland, Seattle, Vancouver, Albany, New York over the next week, you can get to see him and go I'm gonna to
1: say, I think Portland and Seattle are sold out. So <laughs> you'll have to wait. Oh, my goodness. I believe they're sold out. Um, OK, I think there's still tickets for Vancouver. There you go. Um and stuff selling out so yeah Go okay, ahead. okay very
0: good and oh, and i'm uh, I love, congratulations on these shows being sold out brother thank you that's good david cross right here on the rich eisen show will wrap up this show and set up the rest of the week in a moment The Rich Eyes and Show desk furnished by Granger. I'm sitting at it right now with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. I love how he has no idea where they got the never new jean shorts. <laughs> Wouldn't you ask if I, you know, I don't, I don't know. Where, where'd you get these? I just would want to know where'd you get them? Yeah, as they're handing me, hey, you got to put these on. Where'd know. you get these? It's fun stuff right there with David Cross. Um, let me just finish up the show with this. Uh, I did get a lot of tweets over the weekend when David uh, when uh, David Carr said what he had to say about his brother Derek, and um, after Derek visited with the Jets, and so it's been a couple days. What do you think, Rich? I would be just fine with Derek Carr being the quarterback of the New York Jets. I would be happy with it. Well, hold on. I would are you be happy just with it. Fine? Or are you happy? This is it's the same. What do you mean? No, just fine and happy not are same. not the same. That's definitely. Not then the same. I would be happy. Like solid. I would be mood. happy. Okay. Okay. I appreciate you calling that out. I don't like the word "solid." Just you, fine. You does just solided. I would be just. Derek I would car to the Jets. I would be happy okay. if he went there. I don't believe we have scratched the ceiling. We've hit the ceiling of what Derek Carr can do. I I, I just oh, I, I I I refuse to believe it guy's really talented he made mistakes there in in vegas and oakland that were maddening i called a couple of them i called a couple of them, mm-hmm. couple of them uh, on christmas eve night in pittsburgh but i'm not an all 22 guy i don't know whose fault is this or that i just kind of love the chip on his shoulder who's got a chip on their shoulder currently right now on that quarterback carousel quite like him I I I I kind of dig it, and I think him going to New York and running that locker room and being that guy that he was in Vegas, the leader of that locker room, calling people out on occasion. I think dovetails with the uh, with some of the guys that the Jets have in that locker room already.
1: Can you dig
0: it? I can. <laughs> I can. Uh, you know, I I I just my only issue with it is you'd be paying somebody forty million a year. And it would be closing the door on Zach Wilson, and I know that I'm I'm not making a lot of sense to Jets fans when I say that. I just don't, I, because the alternative would be, as I'm sounding all this out here. The alternative would be that the Jets chose wrong on Zach Wilson. And the alternative would be going and running it back with him. Now, do I want that? I know you're shaking your head no, but... Not if you want to compete for a Super Bowl. But I think when it's all said and done, and I know mean, it's nuts, give him, give him one, one last shot oh, here. Oh, dude. Oh. Huh? The window's so one the window is so small for winning shot. year to
1: year. You're willing to waste a whole another year possibly. I'm not willing to, to waste
0: it. I'm not willing to. I'm I'm willing to risk it.
1: But how short is the leash?
0: I don't know. A month? He's one and three and it, it's you, over. You sign somebody who's a veteran that you can you can go to.
1: But they have to be okay being the backup going into the season. I
0: understand that. I don't know. I, I was so in the moment just angry that the Jets missed on a quarterback, but I can't sit here and say that I'm ready to just turn the page, and I know that's nuts. So if they, if they decide Derek Carr is the guy, I will be happy with it. I will be. And I, I feel like he's the one out of everybody that's available that fits best what they're doing Leader in the locker room, young, new spot, chip on a shoulder. Okay. Rodgers comes with a Hall of Fame resume and potential Hall of Fame game, but all sorts of stuff that I feel would be in New York City a misfit. Derek Carr, 32 next. Right. And who else is available out there? Jimmy G would be a good fit, too. Obviously, if you're talking about a 49ers. Background, just like the head coach, but he, had, you know, Derek Carr doesn't miss games, nope. like Jimmy G, right. But going in his direction means you're done with Zach. You close the door, Zach. Zach is your backup unless Derek gets hurt, yep. Because you're not you're, unless somebody wants to trade for him, and then you're you get something for your nothing that you got out of two years of a number two overall pick giving you hardly a thing. I don't know. I think when it's the end of the day, if you run it back with Zach one more time, I know Jets fans are hearing this probably thinking you're nuts, but kid, he's still a, he's still a puppy. A puppy with two different head coaches in his first two years.
1: Which is why he is to, to learn behind a veteran.
0: I know, but... If Derek Carr is coming in at that uh, at that freight yeah I mean it's over unless you give carr like what a two three year deal and he learns behind and then you're not gonna you're not gonna give him a fifth year option and pay him that money to be a backup after you you know going into year five I mean this is the, this is what the Jets have to figure out so I'll be uh, I'll be happy with Derek Carr, but part of me still can't turn the page from Zach, and I'm wondering if they feel the same way. Where's Mike White fit into this? Dallas. <laughs> who drafted yeah, him? Dallas. We need a backup. I love it. Or a starter. No, nah, I think we're good there. Hey, we're out of time, huh? <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think we're good there, and you this. know that. <laughs>